and welcome to Movie Madness with Tom and Jono. I'm Jonathan Watson here and my good friend Tom Bat. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, good. I got it right this time. Yes. Third episode into the second series. I'm only getting into it. I'm getting into it now. Yeah, I'm getting into it. Brilliant. This week we are talking Toy Story. Yeah, great kids film. Probably one of the greatest kids films of all time. I'm going to say yes to that. And I think that it was one of those films where... It's kind of because we know it's obviously the first ever full feature sort of Pixar animated. Yeah, yeah. It kind of it blew everyone's mind. I remember when I saw it at the cinema, and it was just this feeling of everything's changed now. It, it was this one of those sort of watching it, thinking, "Is that real? No. Yeah, is that? It looks real. That must be real. Yeah, is the room real? And as a kid, is that I mean, toy real? We, yeah." I mean, so, you know, I thought the people were real at first. I was like, <laughs> "Did you?" Oh, okay, so the toys are animated, but the people are real. Yeah, and then I was like, "Oh wait, no, it's all fake." I mean, because we were how old would we have been? Like, we were born in '95, so we'd have been what six, seven. Yeah, that's yeah. So for a kid to have seen, I do that, remember going to see it at the cinema? Yeah, and it was like it was like an event. It was. Because it was then again, like, do you think it's just so different? Well, when you were when you were a kid and you went and saw the first film I ever saw at the cinema, I think it was The Flintstones. Mine was Jurassic Park, I think. Yeah. And I remember the the first time you go to the cinema and actually all the times when I was a kid that I went to cinema, it really was an event. Yeah. It did feel like an event. These days you go to the cinema and it's just like fancy going. It's I think so it's we're adults. Well. We just turn up, watch the film, go home, done. Yeah, and it's like oh. Whereas before it would be like you go for, for a meal yeah. as well. You go to the, the cinema like, was a proper so event. Like, All right, we're gonna get some popcorn. Yeah, we're gonna get a drink, pick and mix. Sit. Yeah, we're gonna wait for the trailers. Yeah, and now yeah. and now it's just yeah, it's just, just like, like oh mate, do you fancy going to cinema tonight? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, let's go. And then yeah, that's it. It's kind of lost that a bit of that magic. I think yeah, because years ago thinking. people would sort of dress up to go to the cinema. <laughs> They still, I mean, they still do that for certain things like Harry Potter and that. Well, and I mean, dress up as in smart. Oh right, uh, I mean, yeah, like, oh yeah. It was yeah, like yeah, a night out. It was like right, we'll go for a drink, or we'll, you know, yeah, tie yeah, it yeah. up. Yeah, we'll yeah. go to the cinema. Yeah, go watch a film. Yeah, it was no, like you're a right. Proper sort of. Yeah, I know. It was like a that. night out. Yeah. Cinema was a night out. Well, my, I remember my. I'm sure your mum and dad would say the same thing. Like when my mum and dad used to go to the cinema, it actually used to be a, a, a proper event. They used to have two films on. Yeah, you'd have so an you, A movie and a B movie. Yeah, so you'd go and then you'd have your intermission where you get your yeah. popcorn and ice cream and stuff, and then you go back and watch another film. Yeah. Why don't they do that anymore? That'd be brilliant if you had like a double film, like you went. I don't know if you were going and seeing Jurassic World when that came out last. Was it last year? Jurassic World. Yeah, I think it was last or, year. Yeah, if you were going out, going to see Jurassic World, if like you went and saw Jurassic Park as well, like the first one, yeah, you know, just did I mean, something they like have, that. They have started doing stuff like that where they'll show you, especially with the Marvel films. Yeah, if they have got like a sequel, they'll show you the first one. Yeah, like a double bill. They should do that with everything. Intermission in between. Even if you like, I mean, even if it's a film that hasn't got a sequel or anything, even if it's not as part of a franchise, find something that you it's think similar, would go similar taste with yeah. that. Sleepless in Seattle. You've got with, mail. You've got mail. <laughs> Do you know what Which I, mean? I always confuse. Do you? If one's ever on, I'm like, all right, is she you, got? You've got mail. Is Tom no. Hanks got mail on this one, or is he? Uh, no, yeah, no, and this one's Sleepless in Seattle. Ah, uh, no, because it's uh, yeah, Empire State Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that one is in a park with a dog. So uh, <laughs> yeah, there's still little clues. But yeah, as soon as you flick on, you're like. Which one is it? Both great films. Well. I sleep the since yeah. Both great films. Yeah. Those. Love classics. Those. Classics in the nineties. And uh, and I'll tell you why they're why they're great films, because they've got Tom Hanks in them. Which who, ties into Toy, Toy Story. Story. Um who by See, the way people think this is improvised, but really it's very meticulously scripted. It is. <laughs> <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, uh, Tom Hanks, fantastic. My favourite actor of all time is Do you know what I like about Tom, Tom Hanks? Hanks? Every film he's in, yeah, he gives his all. He does, and he's also a genuinely nice guy. Yeah, who's never got into trouble. He's never no. been in the papers for any no. scandal or drunken nights out yeah. or running anyone over. Or yeah, he just seems like the he perfect the, actor. He is. He is. He kind of to me. He kind of feels like ah, oh, this century's not this century, but this decades, not even this decade. But a later day 
James Stewart. Yes. He's an all-round nice guy actor. Yeah, and when I think of James Stewart as well, um, he's definitely probably one of my favourite actors from that golden yeah. era of cinema. Yeah. Um, he was brilliant. Um, but, I mean, just classics like It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. It's just probably one of the best Christmas film it's ever. It's, yeah. For the pe- I mean, I love, like, I love those novelty films. I mean, last week we did Terminator, and I love stuff like Jingle the Way and, you know, Elf and mm. those kind of Home Alone and that. But for just a classical kind of, I know a lot of people like White Christmas and that, but for a classic Christmas film. It's weird. But as not, well. just, not just a Christmas film, just as a film in general. Yeah. That film. Is, is one of the greatest. It's when you tell people about it and you say, oh, it's a Christmas film about this guy that is depressed and yeah. is going to commit suicide. And everyone's like, wait, what? Yeah. As a Christmas film, he's going to commit suicide? Yeah, you, be, you need to watch it because then he realises that if he did kill himself, he didn't exist. Yeah. People's lives wouldn't be... Yeah, he wouldn't have had his family. It's quite a dark Christmas film at times. Oh, yeah, definitely. But I don't think... And I think it's, it's better for it because it's sort of... Yeah. The ending is more uplifting yeah because of those darker moments definitely and I think and it's the same yeah like you said yeah I think you're right there Tom Hanks is definitely but he's very much a, like that yeah because no, right. I kind of see George Clooney as uh, Cary Grant like yeah a, a new Cary Grant Cl- yeah Cary Grant Clark Gable type yeah that sort of yeah yeah definitely I, I think um, I think they're the nearest people to like Denzel Washington is kind of like Sydney Party yeah <laughs> No, you're just being racial. <laughs> no, I didn't mean like that. I meant just in terms of his acting. In terms of what he's taken yeah. it to. Yeah, you know. because Sidney Poitier was like Sidney the first Poitier great actor to win an Oscar. To win the Oscar. He was fantastic. And then Denzel Washington did a similar sort of thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, fantastic actor. All of those actors are fantastic. I think, like, I mean, you look at someone like like Robert De Niro and Al Pacino and that they're, they're fantastic actors as mm. well. And they're always mentioned as like in a lot of people's minds as the greatest actor of all time. Yeah. They're definitely like probably in the top 10, 20. But the thing with De Niro and Pacino is they're very good at a specific kind of role. I think. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love De Niro and things like meet the parents and that, but and he, the comment, analyze this, analyze that. Yeah. But it's got to be in small doses. Yeah. He's very and he's good. got to play a kind of in both those films they're comedies, but he plays a very Robert De Niro character. Yes, he's yeah. not the silly comedy yeah. character. He's very serious. If you want someone to grumpy. be that character, he is the best. But ever when he when he does it. other films, you kind of like, uh, yeah, yeah, no. Whereas with Tom Hanks, he can do um, Toy Story, for example, and then he can do Cast Away, and then he can do. Uh, Road to Perdition, and then he can do, yeah. you know, Splash, and then he can do um, The Burbs. You know, he can do all can these do different sort of kinds of films. There spectrum. is nothing that he's done that I thought that was crap, Tom. What are you playing at? Yeah, I've, I just genuinely think, and obviously we've spoken about it before. My favourite film of all time, Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, and it's because of Tom Hanks as well. He, he does make it's that. that. He does. Yeah. Did he? He got awarded the Medal of Honor, didn't he? Did he? Because for it was like a, um, I don't know if it was a like a sort medal of, of honor or like, like a, a uh, yeah, kind of like a special like a rec- representation. Of yes, that. I think it was something like in recognition like that of his because of yeah. how well uh, and how accurate um, his portrayal was of what it was like. Yeah, then, which is just incredible. It's amazing to be given that kind of. And let's face facts, you don't get um, inducted into the AFI. Um, Hall of Fame, do you? No. For acting, if you're if you're not good at what you do, no. he is the best. <laughs> he is the best. Yeah. Um, and this, um, this, this today is still the best Pixar film, I think, as well. And purely Pixar, for its from what it did at the for time, for what it did, and also I just think I just like it the best. Still, I like it the best. I love Monsters Inc. I like Finding Nemo. I like loads of other yeah, Pixar films. But it done, always but be Toy Story that Toy you go Story. back to. Yeah. Yeah, and Toy Story Two is really good. Toy Story Three is really good. I, I like how apparently in Toy Story, because obviously Toy Story One came out in '95, and as the years went on, technology became more advanced, and they could make yeah. more realistic-looking characters. Yeah, but apparently for Toy Story Two and Three, they made sure that they dumbed it down. Yeah, to keep it consistent. Yeah, because otherwise they'd just look a bit different to what they used to, and 
Yeah. It doesn't have that flow. Yeah. It kind of feels like a different feel. Yeah. I kind of like how they did that. That's good. I heard, aren't they looking into making a Toy Story 4? Yeah. It's definitely on the cards. Yeah. I don't know but what... I don't know after Toy Story 3... I don't know how we... How can you top that? I don't know. Because that ending was just perfect. It was a perfect ending. It was emotional. Know. It was emotional. As Vinnie Jones would say. It was, yeah. Vinnie Jones should just come at the end of every film. Yeah, it's a bit emotional. Just, just yeah. yeah. He should do that. Yeah. Just comes on the screen just goes, I know what you're thinking. It's a bit emotional. Yeah. Tell you what wasn't emotional that I saw recently. Go on. Still on the animated um, well, Sausage Party. <laughs> tell you what, if you haven't if you haven't seen Sausage Party yet, watch it. I definitely recommend you watching it. And I love Seth Rogen. I love anyone um, who has anything to do with the Apato production group or anyone. I know Apato wasn't involved in Sausage Party, but anyone hmm. who's kind of linked to that Jonah Hill, Daniel kind of like Bryan, any the frat pack, yeah, yeah, Franco, any of those guys, they're brilliant. But this film is. At the end, probably one of the most weirdest, craziest, surreal things I think I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Um, it's, it's took it to a So whole, then it was emotional, but just not the emotions you were hoping for. Yeah. I think emotions. at the end of that film, if I watch the end of that film, there's some funny stuff in it as well. There's some funny one-liners in that. But that end of that film, everyone, I looked around the cinema and everyone just had... Was literally gobsmacked. I think everyone speechless. had their mouth everyone open. They were all speechless, just looking around at each other, like, and "Just is this happening right now? Are we watching this, or, or after the film, have we just watched this? Is that right. is that actually happened?" I don't think Vinnie Jones then coming on and going, "I know what you're thinking. It's been emotional." No, I don't think that would work <laughs> for that. For Toy Story three, definitely. Yeah, completely different. Everyone, you look around the cinema in Toy Story Three. People yeah. would have been speechless for different Just reasons. A tear in the eye. Yeah, yeah. Like the start and what Pixar do really well is is the whole emotion thing. Like at the start of um, start up. up. Yeah, it's like that. Just I watching think. the start of that, and you're thinking, I'm not ready to watch the rest of this film. No, and I mean that's I'm broken. The fir- I'm a broken man now. And that's the first film animated for well, first Pixar film to be nominated for the Oscar, wasn't it? Yeah. As well, and he deserved it as well. Yeah, just for that first ten just minutes. For that, that, they could have just released that first ten minutes they as could. a film. As a film, and people would've... would have been fuck. That was tough. It was. Um, so Pixar are good at motion, and Toy Story. Um, Toy Story has a just, lot yeah. of emotion in it. And even the first one, it's a lot of emotion in there. Yeah, because it's that sort of. Uh, you do wonder about your toys. You do. You, the, like, that's the weird thing. It's not so much the fact that oh, do they come alive? It's the fact that when you get rid of them, you, there's a bit of you, you kind of think oh, you're letting God, go God. of that part of your life in a way, aren't you? Yeah. You're kind of like sometimes I think like I mean, obviously certain things like as you get older and stuff. There's there's great things about being older, mm. and then sometimes you think about like nostalgic things that you, you're like oh. Life to be is that age simpler. again. You think you that know. life is complicated when you're a kid, but when you're older, you realise that yeah, school isn't that bad. And no, it's not. Being a kid isn't that bad. I mean, I was. It's, I remember when easier. I was in lower school, and for a period of time, um, my biggest worry in the world mm. was at lunchtime I couldn't open my banana. <laughs> that was literally yeah. for ages. I'm not that's even that's joking. As your that was got. that was yeah. literally my. I was more worried about lunchtime opening that banana than I was about most other things at mm. that point in my life. That If that is your biggest worry in life, you not got being able to open life. a banana. Yeah, that's pretty that's, breezy. That's Just incredible. don't have a banana. Yeah. Now, you've fucked. It's everything, isn't it? Yeah. Because I remember thinking, oh, God, I wish I had a job and I could go to a job because then I don't have to sort of... Yeah. You just think you've got a lot more freedom as yeah. an adult. And really, you don't. No. You spend most of your time... Restricted. You spend most of your time at work. You're either working or worrying about working or worrying about money. Yeah. Or, yeah, and, worrying about getting older. And that's what's so great about films like, like this is because they they kind of take you out of that. It, yeah, it's a, it's a film that you can watch as an adult and still enjoy it. Yeah. Whereas a lot of animated films, they're strictly kids. Yeah. Only really DreamWorks animation. Yeah. Some Disney films. Yeah, 
sort of still work when you're an adult. Yeah, I mean, something like Shrek. Still got the humor. Shrek works. Yeah, because that's there are, the, there are always jokes that when you're a kid you're like, oh, I didn't really get that, and then when you're yeah. older you're like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, see what they yeah. did there. Yeah. But yeah, no. I, I, what, who's your favourite character in Toy Story? Uh, favourite character, favourite character. So I do like. Uh, I don't know. That's a tough one. It, it is difficult. It's hard because I do like Slinky. Slinky's good. Slinky's good. Uh, and Rex. Yeah, Rex is good. But then Ham as well. Um, he's Mr. The, Potato Head. They, they've all, they all add something. That's what's so good about it. They do. I it's even like Wheezy. Out. Wheezy, yeah. I love Wheezy, yeah. the little penguin. It's like his squeak is... He got my squeaker work. Yeah. You know, it's like... It's just... Oh. No, I couldn't pick one out. I don't think I could pick one. I think I'd just... Because they, they each have their little just moments. Just purely like, because oh. he brings everyone together, I'd say Woody. Woody. Just for that. Just for the yeah, just for the whole kind of he's the he's the core of the he's, group. He's the leader. He's a leader for a reason. Yeah, because he deserves to be. Yeah, and a lot of them don't give him enough credit. I don't think. I think sometimes when he's yeah, okay. At first, when Buzz comes, yeah, he, he, he was just the whole jealousy yeah. thing yeah. is going on. But at the same time, he he knows it the truth. Justified. It's like it was just like you're a toy. Justified. You're yeah. a toy for God's sake. Like because it wasn't just like, like oh I've got a new toy now I'm not going to play with you. It was I'm going to cover my bedroom yeah. in what this toy is yeah. like posters and get rid of all shit relating to you. Yeah, forget cowboy stuff. Like, if I was Woody, I'd be like, what the fuck? Yeah, all those years. Yeah, and you just like discard me like that. Yeah, so, yeah you, can, you can justify his jealousy. I know. I tell you another bit about the film, um, which which I had a lot of feelings towards was uh, Sid when they go to Sid's room because yeah. that that was quite scary. That was messed up. It was. It was a scary like when that baby head, face. Yeah, yeah, the doll's on head, the spider legs. Yeah, it's, cre- it's like, creepy. But it's also saying that I think a lot of kids do. Uh, yeah. Like I've always had toys that I've wanted to combine, and like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if he was like that? Did you ever do it? No, because I didn't have the skill or the inclination. <laughs> no, I just had the thought of because it was kind of the Lego factor, isn't it? Yeah, where you just want to you want to combine stuff and make new stuff. And, yeah, it's just all of his stuff was twisted. I'd yeah, a pterodactyl I'd, I'd head. Never on gone, a, I'd on never a have gone. I'd never have gone Barbie that far. doll or whatever. I mean, I didn't have any Barbie dolls. No, neither did I. I mean, I could have done it with Action, action man. man. Yeah. Put a pterodactyl head on, on an Action Man. Yeah. Like, don't know why. Why, though? Yeah, I think that. that's, that's, that's the, the thing. Like, it's cool just thinking, oh, it would be cool if... But then you think, well, I'm just breaking two toys there. Yeah. And they're never going to get fixed again. But I, liked the, I, I also liked the fact that I thought for the whole film, would they ever actually show that they're a toy? to like to people and yeah. then you've got that one bit at the end with Sid yeah where it's kind of it's really clever because it's like the whole thing is like it's almost like a horror film yeah but it's really clever because you think to yourself oh no he's just saying it like he's pulling the, the cord the and cord it's and just it's saying, it's saying something different and you thought oh that's clever how they're doing that and yeah. then he actually does speak to it so be Pro- nice yeah, yeah. <laughs> so be nice that would scare ah, the shit out of you. It would. But and at yet the same no time, one would believe you either. They would have said, oh, the toys came like, nah, that'd be silly. He's just but I think every I think every kid when they were younger would have wanted I think I assumed, to to I assumed like, that my toys, toys or something. I assumed that my toys did. Did you? Yeah. I think you always like that thought that even they though they're are. toys, they are they're your friends. Yeah. They are your friends. They are. Obviously, I had friends outside, real people. Friends. Well, well, you say that, but. <laughs> but when you're at home and you're just sort of playing with your toys, they're who you're hanging out with. Yeah, and you like to think that, yeah, they are real. Yeah, definitely. They just they just save it for when you're not there, the bastards. Yeah, I know. That why won't you talk to me? I know. Why won't you play with me? It's always me playing with you. Play with me. Give me something Keep back. Keep it clean. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, you have to take it. You have to take it to that other level. It could, it could be interpreted in the wrong way. I don't, I don't know what kind of toys you had, but the toys <laughs> I had were just simple toys. 
Talk about it before. Ghostbusters and Turtles was what I was playing. Well, with. yeah, what you do with them. I remember I used to take my toys on on adventures and stuff. I remember my my nan uh, used to have a rockery. Yeah. Um, in our garden and me and my brother we used to pretend that that was like a mountain range uh, that they were going yeah. over and stuff it's like the imagination of a child is I used to do the thing where you get brilliant. like a, a flower pot yeah fill it with water yeah and then I used to build Lego around the edge of it and yeah. it would be like a swimming pool <laughs> and then I'd have Lego people jumping into actual water and then <laughs> that's cool just stuff like that yeah See, it's the imagination, the imagination that you have as a kid. Things that you can create when you're a kid. I think a lot of people kind of forget that. They kind of go into a job. They start yeah, just you're, like, I'm earning money now. I'm, I'm, I'm doing what I do. You find I don't that need life to think much. Yeah. And it's what you can do. And the limitations are harder. And then you think to yourself, well, actually, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? Yeah. And the fact that kids think that sometimes like a kid will say something, you'll be thinking... So delusional, so like, yeah. so immature, so naive, like that. Sometimes that naivety is what actually gives someone that that imagination and that belief that they can go and do something. Exactly. Yeah. If you're if you are naive, sometimes sometimes that leads you to doing something that's out there and brilliant. Yeah. And that naivety, you got to think outside the box. Yeah. You got to push yourself. It's no good just sort of settling. No. There's a whole world out there. Absolutely. If you want to be a dinosaur, you be that you dinosaur. You be that dinosaur. And you be the best goddamn dinosaur you can be. <laughs> yeah. You be T Rex. Because, you know, there's work out there for dinosaurs. There is. They're making another Jurassic World. Are they? So, yeah. Well, so, there you go. So there's, there's roles to be filled. Velociraptors needed. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. It's good work, I hear. I mean, they're probably doing it all in CGI now, but the point is. The point is, you they need be, a reference. They do. They need someone for to. For that CGI. That, they need to know how a Velociraptor moves. They need a kid to come in and go. They need that. And that's it. That's what they need. You could be that dinosaur. Exactly. You know? That's, that's so, what we're teaching people. That's what we're here for, really. Brilliant. Really? To make people's dreams. That's what it's all about. So should we have some trivia? Let's let's go for the trivia, yeah. So each week we sort of I seem Someone to mention who somebody have. who was or could have or yeah. they wanted. Yeah. I've so seen I've, I've just know seen this one. I do know this one. That Billy Crystal was offered the role of Buzz Lightyear. He was, yeah. And he turned it down. He did. And when he saw the film, he yeah. thought, fuck. Yeah, he did, yeah. Yeah. So then when Monsters Inc. came round. Yeah. All, all that happened was uh, John Lasseter phoned him up yeah. and his wife answered the phone yeah. and said, oh, John Lasseter's on the phone. And as soon as he took the phone, he just went, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was it. I saw him on... Uh, Doesn't matter what did it you is. See, did you see him on Inside the Actors Studio? No, I don't know. He actually says it in that. Um, he said it on on that. Uh, he, he, basically, exactly what you said. But he said as soon as... Yeah, he picked the phone, he just said, whatever it is, yes. Mm. <laughs> whatever. Could have been anything, care. though. Could have been anything. You could have been Yeah, could have been whatever it is. Whatever. Yes, I'm there. Lasseter, I'm there. It's like, but what, it, it just shows what kind of a guy John Lasseter is, doesn't it? Yeah. To then, even though that guy's turned you down, to go back and give but them then, another chance. In a way. It's weird because in hindsight, it probably worked because I think Tim Allen did a good job as Buzz Lightyear. So do I. And I can't really see Billy Crystal as Buzz Lightyear no because he but as Mike Wazowski he's but brilliant but Mike Wazowski worked yeah so I think it worked out yeah in a way it kind seems of seems that everything at yeah. Pixar's gone that way doesn't it but it could have also been Bill Murray because they also Bill Murray Bill Murray as Buzz Lightyear really which again yeah I don't, it might have worked but again, I, think I think Tim Allen Tim Allen, Tim Allen does such a good job got the nail on the head with that sort of space marine kind of character yeah Think, yeah. Um, it was also the first animated film to be nominated for a Best Screenplay Award. Yeah. So that was unusual. Um, Barbie was supposed to be in the first film. Barbie? As like a main role, like right. Woody's love interest. Really? But Mattel didn't want it, didn't want her to be in it. Right. Because they assumed the film was going to be a failure. <laughs> really? So then again, when Toy Story 2 came along, they were like, yes. They were like, yes, get her in there. Right, okay. So, hypocrites. Yeah. I would have been like, nah, we don't want her now. But then again, Cindy then again, that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, they should have, shouldn't they? <laughs> like, fuck Barbie, she yeah. swivel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Woody action figures that speak lines of dialogue from the film. Yeah. 
are Tom Hanks's brother. Yes. Tim Hanks. Yeah, I think he... And he d- does all the voices for like video games and yeah. all the side stuff. Yeah. Does he, he do... Does he also do the voice for... Um, you know when they've done the... Uh, the they did the horror one, didn't they? And the... Oh, oh yeah. the spin-off. Does he do the voice for those or, or is that Tom Hanks? I don't know. Because I'm not it's sure. It's possible it might be him, but then... Yeah. I'm sure if Tom Hanks would have done it. Because they're still Pixar made. Yeah. I'm sure he still would have done it. Yeah. I don't know. I suppose it depends on how busy his schedule is, doesn't it? Yeah. To do it. Well, I mean, like, you could have recorded it. Because apparently he recorded the lines for the first film between doing, I think it was Sleepless in Seattle and something else. 94. I don't know if it was You've Got Mail. Forrest Gump? Or Forrest Gump. Or no, wait. No, it wasn't Forrest Gump. Because I remember him saying that he could have done it. He did it. Sort Philadelphia? Of, he spread it out quite a bit. Yeah. Because he did a comedy film. Then he did a couple of serious films. Yeah. Then he did a comedy film. Right. So he didn't want to do recording dialogue for that film between two serious films. Yeah. Because he Good. thought it'd be in that sort of mind frame. Yeah, that wouldn't work, would it? So he recorded the lines while he was doing the comedy films. Right. So he had he was in that sort of light-hearted trying to think of what, what films he would have been doing around that time. It was definitely Philadelphia and Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump was 94, was it? Philadelphia 93? Around there, yeah. Around that, I think those were the years that he won the Oscar for them. Yeah. Because he won two years in a row, didn't he? One of them was Sleepless in Seattle. I can't remember what the other one was. No, I can't remember what else he would have been doing at that time, comedy-wise. So, I mean, yeah, he could have... I mean, it's only a few lines of. They were shorts, weren't they? So they're probably only a few lines of dialogue. Yeah. yeah, to sort of maybe a day's worth of work. Yeah. So it could have been him. I don't know. Although I've heard people saying before that you go in and you do some lines for Pixar. I think a lot of people would think, oh, it'd be a nice, easy earner doing like a Pixar film. But yeah, they literally they tell you. Every possible way. Uh, yeah. Say they'll say a line, like the line could be something as simple as, how are you doing there? Yeah. And they all go, how are you doing there? And then they'll say, like, now can you do more, it a little bit more bit high aggressive? Or, or something like, how are you doing there? How are you doing there? You know, like you've got yeah. to do every single... like a hundred possible different ways. Yeah. And then you've you've been there for an hour and doing then they go, one line. Uh, we're going yeah, to use the first, first one. one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a woman shopping. It's like a woman shopping. I like that bag in there, but we're going to go to ten other shops yeah. and then I'm going to get that bag. You know, it's the same thing. We'll leave that there, though, because we might come back to it. Well, no, because you might want to. It might be gone by the time you just buy it now. Yeah, <laughs> but I'd love to do a Pixar film. That would be amazing. Can you imagine getting to do it, getting to do the voice in a Pixar great. film. Yeah, uh, be a be just amazing. I could do any voice they need, <laughs> even Harrison Ford. <laughs> yeah, be great. <laughs> so so, um, so that yeah. was my trivia. It was it was interesting trivia, Tom. Um, some stuff uh, that I didn't know there, which was um, yeah, it's good, it's good. Um, do you want to uh, go any into lines of lines of dialogue? Oh yeah, we discuss. Um, well, there's the obvious to infinity and beyond. Yeah, um, which is about uh, um, you are a toy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, you're flying. No, I'm not. I'm falling with, with style. style. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Um, I always like the line, there's a bit where Woody gets thrown into the box of toys. Yeah. And he's he's in there overnight, I think, because Andy's sort of playing with Buzz Lightyear a lot. Yeah. And then the next morning, when Andy goes out of the room, Woody sort of comes back out of the box. And then there's a shark character that I love. And he pops out with Woody's hat on and goes, hey, I'm Woody. Holy, holy, holy. Yeah, yeah. That's love that character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's always a good line. Um, the um, Buzz, can I have a hand? Yeah. That's a good, that's a good one. one. Um, the claw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's loads. There's so many lines. There's loads. Um, oh, God, I've got to shave Mr. Potato Head. This is Mrs. Potato Head. Yeah. And then, like, right at the end, when they're like, oh, come on, what's better than you? A puppy! (laughs) 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 There's loads. There's loads. It's so quotable. It is. Um, Also, 
we may as well talk about the music now because um, without a shadow of a doubt um, Randy, Randy Newman. Newman is a genius which yeah he's a genius because I also love LA I like I love LA as well but his his stuff uh, for Toy Story yeah um, is is brilliant because everyone goes on about you've got a friend in me yeah but I really like the song the strange things are happening yeah strange things are happening strange things yeah 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 I know I like that song actually as well yeah it's a good song so I would say like at the end of the show we but, should go for the obvious but I don't know I like that I like that track do we go for that or I do don't we... know that's a tough one well, you know, you've got a friend in me. I think you've got a friend in me just because it's quintessential Toy Story. It is. That's, but also the uh, the one he did, the one for Jesse in Toy Story 2. Yeah. A lot of emotion in that. That was a pretty depressing song. It was. Well, See, that's that's one of the songs where you're thinking about all the toys that you got rid of. And you were <laughs> yeah, kidding, you're like, I know. oh, fuck. But there's people that actually do that to, like, puppies stuff yeah how can like, you live doing with it yourself? to an inanimate object is one thing but doing it to a living yeah. creature i mean it's bad enough if you if you genuinely believe that your, your toys do come to life because that that's wrong but you can't you haven't proved that uh, that's the case but dog puppy, is actually alive and you alive. know that yeah you know, you know that, that your dog's sure. alive so You've you put it. in a dog in a box and leave it on the side of the street you are a fucking you're sick you're a yeah. sick sick sicko yes you are Fuck you. Anyone who f- is cruel to animals can go fuck off and do one. Yeah. Yeah. Bastards. You bastard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, emotional song. Emotional. So um, I think we'll go with You've Got a Friend in Me. Just because just I think this, everyone this, this, this needs the Toy Story it. theme. Everyone needs so. a friend. Um, and toys, like you said, when you were younger, they were your friends. They were your friends. Um, and, you know, if you're going through a bad time or anything, just go up and play with your toys and make you feel better. You yeah. So, yeah, I, I agree. So we'll be playing that song at the end of the episode. The show. But, um, but before that, we've got my favourite part of the show, your favourite part of the show, everybody's favourite everybody's part of the show. Part. It's... The Equal Sequel Wars! Equal Sequel Wars. Yeah. The game where we create a sequel to the film of the week. Uh, which would technically be Toy Story 4 at the moment. Yeah. Wouldn't it? So we'll be pitching Toy Story 4. Yeah. However, um, So Pixar, got... John Lasseter, listen up. Listen because in. we are coming Some up ideas. with your next film. Although we've got four things that we need to include. We have. But they will be selected randomly. Yeah. So if you'd like to pick an object, okay, just rustle it so you can know that it is genuinely random. Okay. Um, right. Okay. So the object is a chair. Okay. Okay. Quite simple. Yeah. Go pick an event. The event is a shootout. Shootout. I suppose works well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, let's pick a location. Okay, the location will be. Just wait for the toy shop to come up here. But it's a basement. A basement. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yes. Yeah. And the last is a profession. And the profession is a waitress. Right. Okay. Do you want to go first or do you want I'll, to go, I'll go first. Yep. Okay, so Toy Story 4. Yep. So at the end of Toy Story 3, Andy yep. gave away his toys. Yep. And the little girl, yep. she's been playing with the toys. Yep. And she's, you know, she's enjoying them. Yeah. They come to life when she's not there. It's basically the same thing again. Yeah. But I'm <laughs> take this down a dark road now. <laughs> go on. I knew this was going to go dark. <laughs> So, uh, one night, the house is broken into. Right. <laughs> and the family are taken hostage. Right. And they're taken down into the basement. Yeah. Tied up to a chair. Yeah. And they they want the money. And they're like, what, do you, what are you talking about? What money? Like, well, there used to be a waitress that lived here. Yeah. And we tracked her down. Yeah. And she was involved in a diner heist. <laughs> right. Where she got away with all the money. Yeah. She betrayed us. 
Right. And she used to live here, and we think she's stored the money in this house somewhere. Right. And we want to know where it is. Right. And the parents are like, look, we, we don't know. We just moved in here like a year ago. Yeah. We don't know about any money. Like, yeah. we haven't found any money or any. So if we found it, we'd tell you about it. Yeah. Or if we knew where it was, we'd tell you. Yeah. You know, we don't want to die here. So the kidnappers are like, all right, fine, we're just going to have to ravage this house. Search every nook and cranny we can. Yeah. And meanwhile, in the girls' room, Woody and the toys are like, what the fuck's going on? Like, the well, they, well, they say that, do they? Yeah. Woody's <laughs> like, what, what the fuck's <laughs> going on? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> right. So like, this, this is crazy. Like, what have they done with them? And so Woody and Buzz, they go on a recon mission. Yeah. And they head downstairs, head down to the basement. You know what? They shouldn't be sending Woody and Buzz for a recon mission. Why not? They should be sending the army soldiers. That would have been perfect for a recon mission. No, they're, they're saved for later. <laughs> they're going to be involved in battle. Oh, okay. They just need to know the situation. They don't know that anything's okay. bad at the moment. Right. So Woody and Buzz, they just go downstairs. They just try and see what's going on. Yeah. There's no one downstairs. Yeah. All right, this is a bit weird. They hear noises down in the basement. Yeah. So they go down into the basement and they find the family tied up. And they're like, oh my God, what are we going to do? Yeah. It's like, well, we can't let them, you know, we can't let them suffer like this. We've got to get them out. Yeah. And then they start seeing guys running around, trashing the place. Yeah. Like, wait, this is crazy. Who are these people? Yeah. So they go back to the other toys and they say, look, they've been tied up. They're kidnapped. Yeah. Don't know what's going on. There's these crazy guys trashing the house. Yeah. We need to do something. Right. You know, we're the last resort. Okay. No one else is going to help. We could call the police, but, yeah, you know, we don't know how to use the phone. <laughs> we don't need the police yeah F the police yeah <laughs> we could do this ourselves right so okay. they head down back into the basement they think that the only way we're going to get them out of this is if we reveal that we can come to life shit but maybe it should only be like a few of us because at least then the rest are safe yeah and they'll only know that we come to life right and if they're scared of it and they get rid of us at least there'll only be a few of us that get cast aside but wouldn't they just don't you think if if the toys came to life and came downstairs you just assume all your toys came to life not necessarily because you might think it could be like Ted you know where Ted yeah. just comes to life small soldiers not every toy small soldiers yeah. so not every toy you might just think oh that toy is cursed or whatever okay we're either going to make money off it or get rid of it right so Woody nominates himself of course like, he does well, I'm the oldest I've been through this a lot yeah you know, if, if it means that I get discarded or or sold off or whatever, I'll take the hit. Right. So Woody walks up to him and they're all like, what the hell was going on? The toy's alive. And he's like, just calm down. <laughs> just chill out, right? I get it. I'm alive. Yeah. It's weird. It doesn't happen a lot. Yeah. But it's been happening for the past 20 years. Yeah. Just get used to it because I'm going to get you out of here. Okay. And so he unties the family and they're like, well, what do we do? I'm like, We're just going to get you out yeah. safely. And they're like, yeah, but what about the guys trashing the house? Don't worry about them. We'll sort them out. Right. I've got a plan. <laughs> He's proper cool, isn't he? He's proper cool. He's proper, yeah, proper chill about the situation. We'll sort it. <laughs> I don't even know. He's what, I don't want to know what he's going to do. <laughs> we'll sort it. Right. So the family get out of the house. And they go, maybe go to some relatives for safety. Right. And Woody's like, right, let's sort these douchebags out. Yeah. So he goes back to the other toys and he says, right, this, they've got weapons, they've got guns. Yeah. But I know where there is a gun locked away somewhere in this house. Oh. So we're going to get that gun. We're going to fuck these guys up. <laughs> also, Buzz, I just want to... like, damn straight. Right. Let's fuck guns. Let's get some knives. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this just turns into a fucked this up. Is a dark toy story. Let me let me just get this <laughs> straight though, because you've said um, you've said that they're going to get a gun, they're going to get knives and stuff. Mm. Now these are just little toys. The knives are probably the size of some of these toys, and the yeah, gun. The toys are grouped together to hold the gun. <laughs> so maybe they'll have like I don't know, Mister Potato Head. We're holding it with Rex, right? And then 
uh, even that that's ham be, will be sort of balancing even the barrel. Even the potato head and Rex holding it together, that's going to be very heavy. Well, for that. Then ham is balancing the barrel on his head, <laughs> and then Woody will just use pull the trigger, right? And then, but they need Miles to will just cock it. It's not, it's not exactly, <laughs> it's not exactly like it's going to be like a quick thing, like. No. If you were in a, a shootout with someone, toys. you need to be able to move out the way and shoot and stuff. They, they're going to have to be positioned in well, a this spot. This is the thing, because they're toys and they're small. They can hide on a shelf somewhere, up high. Right. And they can sort of shoot these guys right. from a, an advantage point. Okay, what about the knives? The knives, well, Buzz is just sort of going crazy with <laughs> tiny little scalpel knives. It's going crazy. You're just going <laughs> hacking at their shins <laughs> with knives. So it'd be like, oh, around. damn. Ah, I'm getting like a paper cut. Yeah. What's this? Well, meanwhile, Woody's shooting at them and then they, right. they start shooting back. Yeah. There's a huge shootout. A couple of the toys get hit. Who? Uh, Rex gets hit. Rex gets hit. But he's a toy. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, but what, what happened? What, it's just a hole. Hole? Just a hole in his... Oh shit! But it doesn't matter because at first he's like, "Oh my god, I'm here! I'm here! I'm here!" And then when he goes, "You are a toy," he's <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, yeah, carry on." But he's been damaged. No, he's just a hole. You can patch right. it up easy. Right. Huge shootout. They shoot all the burglars. Yeah. Don't kill them. Just in the legs. It's a kids' film. Yeah. Right. Then after the gunshot and that, the police arrive. I love how it's it's dark, yet you've still reminded yourself it's that it's a kids, kids film at the end it's of the day. It's a dark kids film. It's all right for them to be tied up to chairs and held hostage. Disney films are always doing stuff like this, killing off Bambi's mum. True, true. So they, yeah. need, they need to be taught this stuff. Yeah, 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 I suppose. So then after all the gunfire and that, somebody's, a neighbour's called the police. And the police arrive, yep. they break into the house. They're like, four guys like just lying on the floor. Gunshot wounds. Like, who the hell did all this? They look around, and there's just sort of toys just scattered, just you know, not moving. And they're like, there's just a bunch of toys here. Put those away. Yeah. And they arrest the guys, take them away. Family come back, and they thank Woody for his help. Yeah. And he's like, that's no problem. And that's <laughs> how it ends. <laughs> that's how it ends. You know, you know how it should have ended. Go on. <laughs> they should have said that, and he should he should have just turned around and said. No problem. Do you know why? You got a friend in me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That friend has got your back. Absolutely. That sounds. Um, do you know what? It it had a dark twist to it, but it actually. Um, it could work. It could work, and especially when you Pixar made the reference. I don't think they'd be interested, but because it had a reference to Disney being dark and twisted and doing, yeah, they've done some thing. horrible things. They kill off a lot of people in their ghastly things. things. Disney, ghastly bastards. Um, yeah, so that was my Toy Story four. Nice. Okay, my Toy Story four. Um, I'll be honest with you. I've been trying to think of stuff while you've been doing that, and I've got nothing. So, <laughs> well, neither did I. So just winging it. So basically, um, all the toys have been put in the basement. Um, the girl, she's grown up now. She's a waitress. Okay. 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 Uh, this in a co- quite believable. In a cocktail bar. Okay. Oh, okay. So all the all the toys have been put in the basement now because she's, she's kinda, done. She's grown up. She's done with them. She's well, yeah. She, I mean, she was a nice. So Andy, Andy was like, "I'm getting rid of these toys. I'll give them to someone else." And she was like, "Nah, fuck it. Basement. Yeah, done. put them in the basement. Don't give yeah. a shit." Well, no, 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 no. She's a nice enough girl and stuff, but obviously, her mind's been preoccupied now with boys and stuff. She's at that oh, okay. age in her life. You know, she's a waitress now. She's about eighteen, so oh, okay. she's she's got a, a, a boyfriend and stuff, and mm. you know. She's got different toys. But her boyfriend is an arsehole, okay? Her boyfriend's a bit of a dick. Okay? Is her boyfriend Sid? That would be a good twist. Yes. That would be a good yes. twist. Yes, her boyfriend is Sid. Yeah. Okay. Who um, doesn't like toys. Who doesn't like toys, toys. Because toys wanted to kill him. Exactly. However, there's another guy that also likes her called Andy. Oh. Wasn't she like 10 years younger than him? No, no, he was about, what, he was going to college, so he was about 18, she was probably about Six. 10. <laughs> was she? I don't know. Was she younger? Well, it doesn't matter anyway, because if she was 18 and he was 28, that's all right. Nothing okay. wrong with that, is there? Okay. But he doesn't know, he... But, like, so he knows her then still? Well, no, he doesn't, obviously he doesn't recognise her because she was, she, she was a kid, 
he only knew her like that one time, didn't he? And she was a kid down his street. Yeah, but I thought so maybe when you he go might go away back to and see, see how the toys are doing. No, 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 really? no. no. Um, but anyway, so he he obviously went to college and stuff, did all his thing, and he now I, I don't know what he does, but he's he's working now. Anyway, he goes into um, the restaurant where she's working, and then they obviously get talking. And he's like, "Oh my god, no way! It's, it's you like that." And she's yeah. like, "Yeah," and they hit it off, like getting on really, really well and stuff. Okay. Does um, he ask how the toys are? Yes, yeah, and she obviously makes a reference like, 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 oh, like, oh god, right. yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so um, so he obviously likes her, and then he finds out that she's going out with Sid and right he knows what an arsehole yeah. Sid is and stuff so it's kind of like a bit of a like him trying to you know it's a love triangle it's, yeah it's kind of more and his mates are consoling him and stuff and saying like you know you're a million times better than he is and stuff like that yeah. so anyway um, so this is going on Sid then uh, one day he's, he's around her house and he goes down to the basement and he notices the toys and he sees Woody. Yeah. And the last time he saw Woody, Woody scared the crap out of him and stuff and like so he screwed him up. It, yeah. So he remembers Woody, obviously, and obviously he, he freaks out at first and he's like really scared of him. And the next minute he's like, Do you know what? You're just a little just a toy. plastic you toy. Are what a are you, toy. Yeah, what are you gonna be able to do to me? Yeah. So Sid then is planning his revenge for what he's going to do to these toys. Do you know what? This actually does sound like it could be Toy Story 4. <laughs> so he's so he's planning his his idea of how he can he can get his revenge on these toys and stuff. Yeah. Meantime, they're obviously all scared because they're locked down in the basement and they know that he's going to come back at some point. Yeah. And he's going to he's going to do something, but they don't know what. So they're freaking out and they're trying to come up with a recommend. So Woody and Buzz are trying to give everybody roles and, and stuff in, in their mission to like, you know, everyone's got to play a part. We've got to all work together as one to defeat Sid when he yeah. comes back with whatever his plot and plan is. So they're, they're coming up with all these things and trying to get ready. Anyway, the day comes when Sid's going to do what he does, but she, he gives away something to her. Right. And she's like, really like, well, like no, get away from my, what are you even thinking about? Like, yeah. dude, that's just weird, like, and stuff. And then he's like, so he's like, oh, screw you and stuff like that. Like, I don't need you or anything like that. And she, like, gets really emotional about it. Anyway, she tells Andy, like, I'm worried about Sid. I think he's going to do something stupid. So Andy runs over to the the house that night when Sid's going to do something. Um, and there's a big, like, fight between Andy and Sid mm. and they down in the basement they fall mm. like down like they're fighting in the house and then they go through the door down roll down the stairs into the basement yeah and then uh, all the toys are there and they all work together and help Andy defeat Sid right um, and then the police get called and Sid gets um, arrested for um, well for violent con- violence some kind okay. of violence disturbing the peace disturbing yeah but not towards the toys obviously like the waitress and her mum and dad and stuff obviously are all on Andy's side and stuff so it's not against the toys they're saying against her and against Andy mm. he's arrested for that so that's how, how it finishes and then obviously Andy's reunited with Woody and the rest of his toys and stuff and so they end up going out like the waitress and Andy they end up becoming an item and Andy's got his toys back as well so they end up moving in together and getting their own house and all the toys are back living in the bedroom with 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 Andy basically like in his toy room yeah hang on a second wait first right so they they move in together and then at the um, end of the film she's pregnant with his kid so they're then gonna pass on all of the toys onto his children okay um, and that's yeah where was the shootout <laughs> so at the end like they when oh yeah I forgot to mention that when at the end where when they're down and they're all fighting all the toys are shooting like plastic 
toy guns and stuff to try and like hit Sid and that, but it's putting Sid off and that, okay. and it manages it. Then and then uh, Andy stop manages, it. yeah, <laughs> stop, stop it, it, you bastard. <laughs> so uh, they manage it, it distracts Sid. Andy manages to wrestle him to the ground, yeah, um, and put him down while she phones for the police and her da- her mum and dad run down the, to the basement and the dad helps Andy get Sid basically so that's what happened and then so yeah so they then move in they have their own house um, have a kid have a kid and, and the, toys. The, the toys are then kid. passed on to his kids so Andy's and the rest of the gang are reunited with Andy so, uh, so then Andy knows that the toys come to life so he knows yeah he knows so that they're all alive the secret's now. finally out so the secret's finally out um, everyone's happy and everyone's living back back together now okay. they're all one big happy family so that was, that was very dramatic it was dramatic yeah. but it was um, yeah sort of like it's good and I, I I liked it because it kind of um, it went full circle it brought it back round to Sid and everything from the first film yeah um, yeah. yeah and obviously yeah that's, uh, that's the end. That's good. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. That was the equal sequel wars. So, that's the that's the end of the episode. The um, any highlights um, from Toy Story before we go? Um, yeah, the whole film. I couldn't have said it any better. I can't really pick out a scene. This is Randy Newman. See you next week. See you next week. You got a friend in me You got a friend in me When the road looks rough ahead And you're miles and miles from your nice warm bed You just remember what your past said Boy, you got a friend in me Yeah, you got a friend in me <laughs>